Life Audio. Hello and welcome to the Capital Ministries podcast. At Capital Ministries, our mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ in the political arena throughout the world, and we do this through weekly in-depth discipleship Bible studies. I'm Frank Sontag, and I look forward to sharing these Bible studies written by my friend Ralph Drawlinger. As president and founder of Capital Ministries, Ralph is teaching the same study to three different groups in D.C. this week. He holds a House Members Bible Study, a Senate Members Bible Study, and a Zoom study with former White House Cabinet members. In this study, we're providing you with an outline on leading the family devotions at Christmas with your family. I encourage you to perform this important ministry function during this joyous, wonderful time of year. Before we begin, let's pause for a moment and hear from our sponsor. This Capital Ministries Bible study from President and Founder Ralph Trollinger is entitled, Leading the Family Devotions at Christmas. As is my custom at holidays, I am providing you with an outline on leading the family devotions at Christmas with your family. I encourage you to perform this important ministry function during this joyous, wonderful time of year. As I've mentioned before, it is critical to lead your family spiritually for several reasons. First, spiritual leadership is incumbent upon the husband. Being obedient to Scripture in this regard not only in yours personal blessing from above, but it helps assure that the faith is passed down in your family. Christmas is a time you can build your family culture. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, says Joshua in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Thirdly, this is a time to confer with your family. You need your family to be 100% behind your and their huge familial sacrifice in order to serve our country. They must be on your team in order for you to remain effective, and our country desperately needs believers to remain effective. Your leadership at Christmas represents a sacred time to inure, assure, and confer with your family. Danielle joins me in wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas. Listen more, my friend. Introduction The following is a suggested outline in order to help prepare you for leading and facilitating a meaningful and spiritually nourishing time of family devotions at Christmas. Be praying beforehand. Preparing for the family devotional. Announcing devotions. When you invite your family members and are informing them of the time to arrive and what time you will eat, mention the family devotion in the course of the conversation. This way, people will not be surprised when you transition into this part of the day. It will serve to take pressure off of you when the time arrives to segue into the devotion. Dressing for Devotions Give prior consideration as to how you will dress. Dress one step above your guests, but only one step above. Your dress should show warmth and love and nobility and a sense of seriousness. Remember how you dress should reflect the fact that in the coming moments, you will be God's spokesman to your family. Do not take that lightly. Timing devotions in the day. It is best to have devotions after the main meal, during dessert with warm beverages. Make sure the television and background music are off and not competing for attention. 
inform everyone kindly that they need to turn off all electronic devices during takeoff and landing. A metaphor, by the way, that is very outdated. What you don't want is your young ones sending text messages or playing games while you're sharing God's Word. Facilitate serving food and beverages during this time. Such helps to take the edge off, especially for those who might not be saved. Transitioning into devotions. As you circulate among your guests and invite them into the room, the one you have previously determined is best for this purpose, make appropriate, edifying, only small talk. You're starting to set the tone as people settle in. Be extra sensitive to make your guests feel comfortable. Help with moving the chairs into the room, bringing people coffee, etc. Show a servant's heart. Beginning the family devotional. Introductory remarks. Express your heartfelt gratitude that you could all be together during this wonderful time of year. Praise your wife. Nothing is more important in the formation and stability of your children and grandchildren than for them to see how much you cherish your mate. Follow the ACTS, A-C-T-S, follow the ACTS outline as you speak about your wife. A as in adoration, several things you most like. C as in confession, things that she puts up with, with you. T as in thanksgiving, express gratefulness to her. And S as in supplication, mention you pray for her. Praise your family members. Speak personally and edifyingly into the lives of your family members in front of others. This will require forethought to most effectively build them up. Herein you are setting long-term tone and culture for what you expect of the interpersonal relationships among your clan. Open the scriptures together. Open your personal Bible to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. Read the passage. Assign certain people to read through it, your best readers, and hand around your Bible. This isn't so much a time to exegete the passage verse by verse as it is to cozy up and listen to one another read God's Word. Explain the passage. Once the reading is completed, be ready to share some of your insights into the passage of things that are self-evident. For instance, you could emphasize that Jesus is said to be Lord, as in Luke 2, verse 11. Ask, what does Lord mean? Kyrios, the Greek word for Lord, is used 747 times in the New Testament. In contrast, Savior only appears 22 times in the New Testament. Ask, what is so significant about that? Answer, Luke, Herin, and the apostolic preaching of the first century church emphasize the need for one to come to know Jesus as his Lord or Master, not just know him in terms of knowledge only, or as an eternal insurance policy who doesn't tangentially affect one's life today. Cross-reference Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. Sing a hymn together. I recommend the first Noel. You can find the lyrics on the internet. It is very appropriate for singing after reading Luke chapter 2. If you're not a good singer, defer to someone else who is. The word Noel is from the Latin word natalis, meaning birthday. It is from the same root we derive the English adjective natal, meaning to be born. If you have young children or grandchildren, you might want to add that this is a song about Jesus' first birthday. Share your personal testimony. An effective testimony includes the following three irreducible minimums. 
Prepare beforehand your personal conversion story along these lines. Hold it to under three minutes. No long recitations of every detail of your life, please. I can personally help to sort through, outline, and codify this with you if you'd like. It goes like this. Your life before receiving Christ, specifically how you received Christ, and life changes since you received Christ. The main thing you want to achieve here is to model for your family how they too can receive Christ if they haven't already. So edit your comments with this in mind. Share the gospel. There is nothing more important that you can accomplish as a husband and father than to lead your kids to Christ. Now is a good time. Here is how to transition into that. Apply the passage. It is fitting at this point, having read scripture, sung a hymn, and having listened to your testimony, for you to return to the passage and apply it to their lives. Ask your family members, if they haven't already, to invite the Lord Jesus into their hearts, just like you did. Take advantage of the special warmth people feel at Christmas time, the power of having read the Word of God and your personal testimony. These are pillars to support your very personalized quest for their salvation. Do not preach. Rather, emphasize personal warmth and gentleness while being very courageous in your inner person. Gospel verses to use. Look up the following passages prior to the devotion and mark them in your Bible. Don't read them off of this outline. These scriptures will aid you in sharing the gospel in a succinct and thoughtful way. These verses progress through the plan of salvation, make appropriate transitions to achieve this same idea of progression. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 But God demonstrates His own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Romans 12, 1 through 2. Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Invite others to ask Jesus into their hearts. Publicly pray the following prayer, inviting anyone who would like to ask Jesus into his or her heart to pray along with you silently as you pray out loud. Lord Jesus, I need you. I realize that I have sinned and fall short of your standard of perfection and am in need of not only a Savior, but also a Lord who will always lead me in the right direction. I open the door of my life today and ask you to come in and begin to change my life for good and for your glory Amen. Be sure to follow up with your family members afterwards, not necessarily right then and there, and ask them if they prayed with you to receive Christ. Minister to each accordingly in your follow-up. Closing the Family Devotion 
from the bottom of your heart, express to your family how important this time has been to you personally and how you hope and pray it has been meaningful to them as well. Close with the same hymn. Encourage everyone to sing the hymn once again from the heart. Close with prayer. Choose someone else in the family who has a strong walk with Christ to close in prayer and close with appreciation. You are the head of the household. Once again, take this opportunity to set a tone of love, mercy, graciousness, compassion, long-suffering, and care. Abundantly shower others with His love and tell them how much you appreciate each and every one of them. Or summary. May God richly bless you as you lay hold of your personal leadership responsibilities in your household. This is what God has called you to, and you need to serve your family with the same level of passion and attentiveness as you give to the nation. Herein is one of the most important functions you will perform in life, and with the greatest return on investment, I might add. Lastly, it is common to feel woefully inadequate in this role. I still struggle with those feelings, too. But just do it and ask God for the strength. He will empower you. Wait and see what I mean. I will be praying for you, my friend. Merry Christmas from our home to yours, Ralph and Danielle. Friends, I encourage you to find more studies like this one on the Capital Ministries website, which is capmin.org. There you can also learn about in-depth weekly discipleship Bible studies taking place in capitals throughout our nation and around the world. You may be called to lead such studies with public servants in your community. Thanks to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. Here at lifeaudio.com, you will also find more faith-centered podcasts. This concludes our Bible study for this week. May God bless you deeply. Thank you for all you do in our great country and on the hill. And a very Merry Christmas to you and yours. This is Frank Sontag.